to get his his face fed to his mouth. And and his ass gets busted against Ben Cleveland. Audibly moaned sexually in the booth. Can you groan without audio? And let me just be clear, other than Rosh Pearson. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs, so let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint, big 4-0, here we are. 40, 40, Clint. Woo, it's the new 30. Raise your hand if you, raise your hand if you thought this podcast would make it to episode 40. <laughs> keep, keep, hey, That's just... Hey, Ma, Ma, put your hand down. Yeah, just Clint's mom, uh... <laughs> <clears throat> Listen, this is they they said they said we couldn't be here. This is you want to talk about a David Goliath story? Yeah. There's there's not there's not a David Goliath story being played out in Atlanta this weekend. That's not that's not what that is. No. We're here to debunk that myth. But the David and Goliath story is this podcast versus the non-existence of this podcast. That's the David and Goliath. Correct. Well, that is the little guy truly triumphing. Clint trying to use a computer editing software program. That is the... I don't think you all understand the type of discipline it takes for me to use anything on the computer well to production level like this. I, I just... Yeah, and when we say production level like yeah. this, yeah, listen, sorry. we acknowledge. We acknowledge that it ain't high. No. But if you knew us... Uh-huh. For those for those of you out there that listen to this that do know us, you know, okay, you know how unlikely of a scenario this is that this continues. Um, uh, hey, listen, in celebration of forty episodes, why don't you just leave us a rating or a review on iTunes? Why don't you help us get the word out? Because let's go for we'll go for forty more, Clint. I'm let's just we'll I'm go game. for forty more. And you know what, people, let's when you it. leave a review, I'm not even asking you to leave a five star. How about this? Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Leave a four-star if you think a four-star is acceptable. That's fine with me. Wow. I just want you out there and tell the people why. Give them the production being lackluster from a guy who who, who doesn't know computers. Uh, that's fine if you want to say that. Give me a four. I, I would rather the five. But if you feel like we need the four, give me the four. Just, just do me a solid. Just write a review. That's all I'm asking. That's all we're asking. Also... I'm a fragile little person, and I can't if yeah. you don't just make it make it a five. Yeah, Daniel. Or, um, Daniel can't. I'm so going to crumble from the inside. You know what? Honestly, okay. uh, if you care about okay. us at all, please save me the hours of talking Daniel back oh, from depression and give us a five. Counseling bills out the yang. I, I don't. I look. I'm already giving counseling to other people on Georgia. I can't do it to Daniel as well. That's right. Uh, all right, Clint. It's SEC championship. It's Wednesday. This episode's coming out. Uh, extremely late in the day, so it might be Wednesday night or Thursday when you're listening to this. Um, uh, but let's get into it. Yeah, we're 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 just a, we're just a handful of days away from this game. We got Ooh. a couple of things we're going to talk about. Um, 
we're going to talk about some some X factors, some players to watch mm-hmm. uh, on both sides of the ball. And then after that, we're going to get into a little segment that I like to call debunking the idiots because do we have enough time for that, Daniel? There's no, not every idiot. Okay, but we will just we will limit it to a select few idiots mm-hmm. per episode. They're they're mostly employed by one company. There's mm, yes, and also and or named Gary. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies to you out there if you're listening and your name is Gary, but I think you know that you have an unfortunate uh, cohort, yeah, co- or compatriot, yeah, who's who shares your name. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to do a little... There's a lot of narratives happening about this game. We're going to do a little bit, our part, to try to uh, break through the rhetoric and get mm-hmm. to some actual actual data. Uh, but let's start Let's start here, Clint. I got, I got, I got four... I want to talk about four players. Okay. Okay? Player number one. Two mm-hmm. from Georgia, two from Alabama. Player number one. I want to know from you, Clint, what player from UGA is the most likely in your mind if Georgia goes out and wins this game what player is the most likely to put this team on his back and carry us to victory who is the most likely man on our team that will that at the end of the day we will say we won this game and it's because this guy was on our team who is that Dave, the most likely person that I think could do that. I have a couple of candidates. That's what I'm asking. So let me, let me start with somebody I'm not choosing, but it's in the running. Uh, that's DeAndre Walker. If we win this game, okay. it's yeah. because of pressure that he has just said, enough is enough. I'm getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Clark mm-hmm. says, I've been, I've been lost at sea for the last half of the season. But just now is that drift? An- drift on a small raft. <laughs> enough is Possibly enough. in a barrel somewhere. <laughs> you know, uh, with suspenders on and a gold gold mining pick. Because uh, <laughs> uh, no, those those guys are in the running because I think they they have to be in the running because if we're going to win this game just by saying I'm going to dominate, it's going to be putting pressure and shutting down one of their key aspects. But I can't go those guys because they're not the most likely. The most likely person to say enough is enough, and and. Just damn it, I'm gonna make a play, and that's our best player. That's DeAndre Baker, Daniel. Mm. That's okay. DeAndre Baker says enough is enough on third down in the secondary, coming up with a tackle even on a slip screen or covering and locking down a person and just taking taking Judy or taking Rugs out of the equation in totality. Uh, The most likely person to say enough is enough. I'm putting you on my back. We're going to victory. Uh, We can go. I'm tempted to go offense, but I have to stay defense because that's where I think we're going to have the most problems. And that's, that's my boy, DeAndre Baker. I love it. I love it. Let me give you a name. Oh, gosh. Let me give you two names that I'm not going to go with, uh, but that I easily could. Listen, I'm going to start with a guy who's done it before. Mm. And who has every capability of doing it again. And that's that's number 11. There you go. Jake Fromm. Okay, because this kid has got what it takes to put a team on his back. Okay. Um, he is... He's the real deal. Yeah, he is. Uh, 
and I think he's we're going to need him in this game. Uh, I'm on record as saying the quick passing game, Jake Fromm's decision making, uh, could be the key to us winning the game. I'm not, but I, I don't think he's the most likely person to put the team on the back if if we end up winning this game. Okay, and I also don't think it's DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay, although he is certainly a man who is capable, hundred percent, carrying this team in big moments, a la Kentucky, a la. Uh, all of the big-time runs that he's had in his albeit brief career in big games. Think back to the SEC Championship game last year. Hello. So, it's neither of those men, but it is someone who is adjacent to both those men, and that's number 71, Big Andrew Thomas. I think if we win this game, that there's a good chance we might be looking at the end of this game and saying, you know what, Andrew Thomas just finally, you want to talk about enough is enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Andrew Thomas just said, you know what, enough is enough. And me and my guys, but led by me, are going have just decided that we're gonna destroy the man in front of me. We're not gonna give up any sacks in this game. We're not going we're going to continually open holes in this game because I think if Jake Fromm is the star, if DeAndre Swift is the star, who really is the star, Clint? It's it's Andrew Thomas. Correct. That's who the that's who the real star is. And so that's what I'm going to say. Most likely person to put us on our back is, uh, to your point, I think he's, he's one of our very best players. Yeah, absolutely. And he's extremely unheralded, but he's one of our very best players. And that's big 71. So, <clears throat> those are the stars of the game, Clint. Yep. Let's move a little bit off the beaten path, if, okay. if we can. I want to play out a similar scenario, and I want to say Georgia wins this game. At the end of the game, we're looking back and saying, this guy came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and was a big-time X-factor in winning this game. Mm -hmm. He was not an Andrew Thomas, a DeAndre Baker, a DeAndre Walker. uh, He was not a name brand coming into this game, but by God, he's a name brand now. Who's the X factor most likely to rise to emerge for Georgia this year? For you? Well, this is hard for me because what I want to say this this person that I thought of instantaneously is not a forgotten commodity. This person is actually going to be a very very good NFL player who's going to have an all. We don't have a ton of forgotten commodities. Just to be just to be clear, well, that's Hence, what I mean. This is not a David and Goliath game. Exactly. This is not, this yes. Is, this is not what that is. Um, my, my very first thought of somebody that is gonna, gonna take this and be an X factor, uh, Daniel, how many times when we needed to get into field goal range, was this guy catching balls and stepping out of bounds? How many times was this guy or not stepping out of bounds, or not stepping Kirby out of bounds? Kirby will tell you. <laughs> or how many times did we all of a sudden find him and we realized, Oh, wait a second. You're, I can get 20 yards easy. Oh wait, I can throw and pitch and catch a touchdown easily. Uh, and that's Isaac Nada. If you want to talk about an X factor, you want to talk about mismatches. Yeah. You want to talk about yeah. taking strength on strength. Yeah. Give me the guy that's underutilized, but that can come up. He guys, he is outstandingly good. He's forgotten because we have so many stars, but he's, he is a player. So my mind went immediately to him, but I think Daniel, the X factor, somebody's going to bust on. That's going to, that's going to be known after this game. I think more than likely, 
Ooh. We love him. I don't know if America loves him. If he plays lights out and he's able to to come on some blitzes and he's able to track down some running backs, that's our boy Juwan Taylor. If Juwan Taylor not known wow. I know. I not wow. not known by somebody, but if Juwan Taylor we're looking at Monty Rice, we're hoping he's healthy. We're hoping he come back. Uh, Isaac not on offense. But if you're telling me Juwan Taylor is able to be – I'm not bringing his name up to say that Juwan Taylor will ever live up to Roquan Smith. But uh, Roquan Smith was an eraser that could just limit plays and players on the other field. If Juwan Taylor is able to show flashes of that in big moments on on huge places, he has the speed. He ha- He's come on as of late. We've seen him play lights out recently, mm-hmm. recover some fumbles, force some fumbles. If he's able to do that, maybe come up with a pick on underneath coverage, Joan Taylor, X-Factor. Isaac Nata, wow. X-Factor. Clint, let's just – can we pause? Can we take a moment of, of reflection? How, this, is how, a man, this is a man who, is, who has gone from needing to be formally apologized to. I'm the apologizer, to, yep. To now – being the X factor of the SEC championship game. Look, Daniel. Here's the thing. I'm I'm all about. I'm all about. Hey, go go show me. And you know what, John Taylor has done, Daniel. He, he has shown he's, me. He's done just that. Yes, he has. Goodness, there are. I like Isaac Nona. I mean, there's a real scenario if if coverage dictates. There's a real scenario. Isaac Nona leads this team in receiving. Hundred percent in this game. Um. I'm not going to go Isaac Nauta. I thought about Jeremiah Holloman. Yeah. Full, disclo- full disclosure because I think, you know, Mecole and Ridley, especially at the end of last year, really emerged mm-hmm. in the national scene in the in the SC Championship game and playoff games. Uh, and so I think there'll be a lot of talk about those receivers. I don't think Holloman will be quite as heavily billed but might be might be our best receiver, might be our best weapon on the outside. So I think you have a game. I'm going to go to the other side of the ball as well, though. And I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a two-for-one special. Love it. And I'm, I'm going to say, nope, I'm going to give you a three-for-one special. I <laughs> Even think better. The combination of Stokes, McGee, and Campbell Whoa. is going to be the X factor in this game. Whoa. That's right. You gave DeAndre Baker's the player most likely to put us on his back. I'm going right across the field, and I'm saying that guy gets a pick in this game. Okay. Whoever that guy is. Of those okay, three. We all mm-hmm. we all expect it to be Stokes starting, but listen, they're going to be running three, four wide receivers all game. Yep. So you got to have you got to have corners. Like right, we're not playing J.R. Reed one on one against any of these fools. If we do. <laughs> Lights out. Yeah, night we, night. we deserve to lose if that's the case. Yeah. So you're going to have corners in the game. So McGee, Campbell, keep your, keep your cleats on, okay? You got benched, keep your cleats on because we may need you in this game. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, and they're going to be throwing at you. Mm-hmm. So let's go catch one. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's, what I'm, that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to go catch one. And if you want to take it to the house, you just take it to the house. And then do we'll that call thing. it the X Factor of the game. And that'll be that. I like that it. Will be that. All right, Clint. Let's move to the other side of the ball. Nobody likes this, but we're 
we're we're nothing if not fair and balanced, right? Correct. Is that, is that who we've proven ourselves to be? <laughs> we have. In the course of this podcast. We are nothing we are if objective. not fair and balanced. Oh, yeah. We are objective oh. and we are fair and balanced. Oh. Okay, none of that is true about us, but we acknowledge that Alabama could win this game. We've we've not we've not given you our prediction. We've not given you our lock. That is coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We both have a lock on this game, guaranteed. Um, I might have two locks in this game, just so we're just I, so we're. I may I have already have three bet locks three in this game. <laughs> I may have three locks in this game. I may have talked about two of them already on the podcast, but. Um, Tomorrow we will give you our locks. This is not a prediction, but we are saying that Alabama could definitely win this game. They are a great team. They are. They are. They are also a Goliath. They are. are Goliath. There's no denying that. Uh, give me Clint. If you, one player, one player on Alabama's team that keeps you up at night. One player that worries you the most. One player that you believe on Saturday is most likely to make you punch a hole straight through your television. One player that is most likely to make you cuss out your own child in the middle of the game. Who is that going to be? Uh, there are two options in my mind. And one of them, I'm, I'm just, I know it's coming, so it's not going to make him cuss it out. The other one, it, it's Williams on the defense, Daniel. It's big old it's big old 92 right there in the middle. If he is the disruptor that he has been, if he is pushing the pocket back, if he's manhandling our offensive linemen and refuses to move and we can't get a run game, we can't get a pass game and I look at our our offensive line struggle against him, he's he's most likely the one where I'm going to be yelling for days. We said yesterday Trenches is where this game's going to be won. Um, and if he is a force inside Daniel, I'm going to be screaming or or just silent in a corner. Yeah. And that's full disclosure. That's worse. Just support. If you, if you catch me screaming, then you know that I, I've not fully fallen off the ledge. Correct. That's what my that's wife what still speaks to me when I'm screaming. She may like be like, "Oh man, that was that was such a rough call." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm silent, no, no one talks to me in the house. No, that's the uh, that the etiquette in that situation is yeah. If I'm making noise, it's free for you to make noise. Correct. But when I but when I get quiet, just you better not. Yep. You better not open that mouth because. Uh, yeah. For me. Um, I'm gonna stick. You know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride the horse that brought me here. I I'm on record, and I will not back down. I think dark horse candidate for this is uh, Damian Harris. By the way, I think that he's a he is the dark horse candidate for this guy. That mm. if Damian Harris just just punches us in the mouth and we can't tackle him, mm. and he busts off. 150 yards or something in this game. Uh, but listen, I'm not going to go him with him. I'm going to go with Jerry Judy because yep. I think he's the best player on the team. He, he he's is, the best, he's, by the way. He's the best player on the team. You can't, number one, you can't keep DeAndre on him the whole game. What number if they did? Two, Daniel, what if they did? What if he says... Number, 
Number two. Okay. Right. You got to play a zone sometime, right, Clint? You got to play some sort of. You got to play a zone. You don't. You're not going to call us one zone. Of course, game. of course, you are. Of course, you are. I'm right. just saying. Is could could DeAndre flip sides of the field and still play zone? Maybe he lines up in the slot. He can. He can flip sides of the field. This right. is not. You know, like this. This is college. It's not the NFL. Right. It's a lot harder to flip sides of the field because, you know, you're. If you're in the NFL, like you're making the call on the Correct. field. If you're in college, you're getting the call. So you're yeah. staring at the sideline, and then by the time you turn around, and your guy's seventy yards away from you, like that's a tough, that's a tough ask. Because uh, what we don't want is 2016 Georgia, no, stop. which mm-hmm. was just, just blind squirrels out there, just frantically scrambling. Who's around. covering where? You got, you, uh, Maybe there's nine men on the field. You got, you got the back the ball. I you got know. the back quarter, back third. I, I don't know. Am I no, in the flat? Nobody does. Nobody, nobody does. does. Uh, I think it's Jerry Judy because listen, I don't even if DeAndre's on him the whole game. Yeah. This, this, he's a freak. I see, I see first round wideouts beat first round corners every Sunday, right? In the NFL, yep, it happens every single Sunday. So don't let's don't talk about that. There's nobody in college that can catch a ball on on DeAndre Baker because guess what? Calvin Ridley could catch a ball on DeAndre Baker. Yep, and Jerry Judy's just as good in my mind. No, so hands down. So, I think I think it's I think he's the guy that's most likely to destroy us now, Clint. <clears throat> I transition. Let's that's talk the, about something Alabama better. Pl- let's say let's say Alabama player that that worries you the most, that makes you that's gonna make you most likely to punch a hole in your television set. Clint, who's the favorite in this game? Uh, currently, Alabama is favored. In this game, Alabama is is favored currently and for the duration Forever. of the time leading up to the game. That's not as a matter of fact. Change. They have a contract <laughs> with the powers that be for the next fifteen years. They will be favored from here on out. Correct. Um, uh, so who who has all the expectations and all the pressure in this game? All on Alabama. All of it. That's right. Now. I want to know from you, Clint, one Alabama player with all that pressure and all those expectations, I want to know which one of them is the most likely to just come out and crap the bed. Just come out and choke City in front of God and everybody Mm -hmm. on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Which Alabama player is the most likely to defecate on their sleeping surface this weekend? I have two options, and I'll I'll tell you my winner. It's it's Patrick Sertain Jr. is the most likely. Hello. To get his his face fed to his mouth in embarrassing fashion. How uh, does one get one's face fed to one's mouth? Uh, the logistics are kind of fuzzy. Uh, the science is still out on it. The, um, the science is, as of yet, unsubstantiated. Fox is thinking about making a network show about about a person who was able to feed people's faces to their mouths. Correct. Um, as of yet, they have not shot a pilot, but no. we'll keep you updated. No, it's not. Uh, but Patrick Sertain Jr., here's why. Uh, he's a freshman. 
freshmen struggle no matter how talented they are? Ask Tyson Campbell what's going on there. Let's don't. Let's okay. don't talk too more about Tyson Campbell for a minute. I already brought his name up once. Let's, yeah. don't. Let's not do it again. Um, they, they struggle on big stages against great competition. And as great as Jared Judy is, and I think he is great, uh, we don't have anybody that is exactly his talent-wise. I would never say we do. But we have – we can run out three, four guys deep that can make Patrick Sertain fearful in a dreaded way. You want to beat him with speed? Uh, great. Go underneath, put him on a slant and say, go man up. You want to go over the top? Have JJ do a do a slant and go and see what he does. And it, he might get embarrassed by a, a Jake Fromm dime to our wideouts. I love that. I love that pick. I think that is... I think that's fantastic. Um, <clears throat> listen, Patrick Sertain... He's a, he's a great he's he's a great young corner. He is. Okay? 100%. He's talented beyond belief, people. He is very very skilled. There's nothing wrong with him. No. Okay. But Yeah, to your point, Riley Ridley he didn't come to play. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't Jeremiah Holloman What happens when people try to tackle Jeremiah Holloman on the outside? What does he do to them? What what happens to them? Does he continue to run for 15 yards more and a first down? He does. Yeah. He does. He says, you know what, let me know when your two safety friends are here because then we might talk about me touching the ground. We might party then, but until we then, might talk nah. About, until then, why don't you stay here? Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to mm-hmm. move on down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, we want to say that this is Tua. We want to. likely to defecate on the bed, guys. We want to. We're not going to do it. Nope. We're not going to do it. We're okay? better than that, all right? We're better than that. We don't need to sit here and take pot shots at a guy who's a who's a great quarterback. Nope. Okay, he's a great quarterback. <clears throat> you know who this is, Clint? Give it to me. You know who th- you know who this is? <clears throat> it is previously mentioned Quinn and Williams. Clint? Love it. Okay. Oh. Okay, big number ninety two. He got another thing coming. Boom or bust, direction. Daniel. That's what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying boom against Louisville. Okay. And and his ass gets busted against Ben Cleveland. Okay? Just I'm talking about I'm talking about uh do you remember that time Derek Brown played against Georgia, Clint? Mm, mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. the time? And how many are you, tackles are you about did he to Clint? It's bust more out than one song, and less by the way. It's more than one and less than three. How many tackles did he have? <laughs> in the game. How long is a game? Is it still 60 minutes? Still counting by 60 minutes, Daniel. 60 minutes, and he managed two tackles. Correct. And we rushed for three bills against that defensive line. Quentin Williams, buckle up your chin strap, son. Because you're, you're about to go on national TV, and you're about to show some fools... That it's not all sunshine and rainbows. No. Okay. Listen, you're still gonna be a you're still gonna be a first round pick. Ain't nobody worried about that. No, you're gonna get paid. It's not gonna, all right, brother. It's not gonna hurt your draft stock whatsoever. Um, but you're about to run into a big man, and that big man has got bad intentions for your life, and that's just it's not gonna go well for you in this game. That's I love that's, it. 
That's absolutely how it's going to go down. Quentin Williams is about to crap the bed in front of everybody. And Gary Danielson is going to talk about how what an amazing game he's playing every time. And when I say every, I mean both times that he makes a tackle in this game. One of his tackles is going to be for loss, Clint, though. And so, and Gary worry. is going to let everyone and know Gary that. Gary is going to just audibly moan sexually in the booth. Oh. That's, that's what's going to happen. Oh. <laughs> yep. By the way, can you, can you non, can you groan without audio? Is that a possibility? Uh, I'm not, uh, no. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Nope. Uh, but he's going to groan sexually. Uh, I love that. You can groan non-sexually. I know, I know you can groan yeah. non-sexually. I get that. Okay. But, but can you do, can you groan without? He's going to audibly groan sexually though. <laughs> Thank so you. He's not, okay, just good. Just want to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, for 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 goodness' sake, let's hope it's not on video as well. Oh my gosh! Don't put the camera in the booth. When for the sake here. of all of our kids who are going to be watching, I am this watching this with, with my children. Please, let's keep and it PG. My own okay? eyeballs. Yeah, let's just yeah. let's try yeah. to keep it. In yeah, our pants yeah. in the booth, Gary. <laughs> Please, okay. Gary. Uh, it's bad. Uh, it's bad. I like it, Daniel. I, I uh, he is a terror. However, uh, we have some terrors. Not to not to ruin. Some of a great movie that is recent, um, but a character in a movie. So I'm not going to tell you the, the name, the title of this movie. Some a character in a movie said uh, uh, was told that somebody else is a dangerous person, and they said, "Yeah, but I'm dangerous too." Uh, and Ben Cleveland is basically saying, "No, oh, cool. I see you. Uh, I see. I'm I'm a bad man as well. What happens when two bad men get in a phone booth? Let's see who's let's see who's better. Let's see. Let's see." Also, I might just suggest to the maker of that phone booth, maybe make it just slightly larger. You need to minimal. you need like to get the double XL on that one, and probably <laughs> even more. That ain't the kind of phone booth that those two men are going to get into. No. Uh, all right, Clint. Let's. <clears throat> Daniel, we have a kind of a fun how, thing how do, that how that do we want wanted to spend to do. the rest of our right. time. Here's what I want to spend the rest of our time doing, Daniel. We have. We have heard it by the powers that be again that this vaunted Alabama against this know nothing, can't do a thing, upstart Huge Georgia little, program. Just yeah. this, you know, what good can come from Athens, Daniel? Uh, you guys just, it's you guys cute. just, it's cute that we won the East. You guys are a fun story, but, mm-hmm. but come on, let's, let's get real. Let's talk about the actual juggernaut. Um, and that's Alabama. So what I think we ought to do, Daniel, is let's compare side by side our roster against their roster and just simply ask, who would you rather have? You're building a team mm-hmm. to go and compete today. Correct. Against Clemson or whoever. Correct. Okay? And, you, and you're the GM. Yep, We're going to put are. the GM hat on, and we're just going to draft a team. And then we're going we're gonna to see how it all shakes out. 100%. Okay? So you can play along at home. If you will, we'll read out the two options, yep. and you just in your mind decide who do you want. Try to be objective, and and take the best player. And we okay. will be we will be objective. Uh, we're we're holding each other accountable here. We're going to call BS when we see BS. But let's get yep. to it, Daniel. Okay, okay. Right. Let's start. Let's start where we start. Let's start. This first player you take in a draft. Let's start at the quarterback. Yep. There you go. Right. Uh, uh, Jake from Tua Tagovailoa. Who are you going to take, Clint? Who well, you like? 
Well, here's what I want to do before we even set foot on that. Daniel, I've heard that Tua is, again, the second, in, the first incarnate of Tua, the second coming altogether. And I've heard that he has statistics that are outside the bounds of normal physics, right? Haven't you oh, heard it's not, this? It's unreal, oh, okay. his statistics. Yeah. Statistically, there's no one who even comes close to him. Oh, there's no one? That, oh, okay. Well, what if I was to tell you that in the last five weeks... Jake Fromm has a better completion percentage by four completion points. What if I was to tell you that Tua only has two more touchdowns in those five weeks? And what if I was to tell you that they have the same exact number of interceptions in those five weeks? Well, Tua never throws any interceptions. Thank well, you. that's true. Sorry, that has to be a misprint yeah. there. Let me call the Times and ask for a redaction because that's yeah, foolish. Uh, what if I was to tell you that, Daniel? That the, the well, vaunted Lord of All is actually neck and neck with Jake Fromm, who rarely gets mentioned. Jake Fromm's a game manager, Clint. Oh, that's right. I I forgot. He's a game manager. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Tagovailoa is a generational quarterback talent. But Daniel, Daniel, uh, Jake Fromm is just held up by... By the players on his team, he has some good wide receivers. It's Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle are carrying all the weight for this. They're team doing for everything. Him. What if I was to give you some more stats, Daniel? What if I was to say that oh. the the adjusted completion percentage, which kind of takes out some mitigating factors like drops and throwaways and those sorts of things, uh, what okay. if I was to tell you that Jake Fromm has seventy five percent on that and Tua has seventy three percent on that? What would that do for you? Well. I don't. You and all your numbers, Clint. I don't know, I know. what you. I know. I don't know what, what if you're I was doing with these numbers? What if I was to tell you that the greatest player on the planet, Tua, has a adjusted completion percentage downfield, so that's fifteen yards or more, of fifty six percent, and Jake Fromm has one of fifty four percent. But the, but they're just they're not in the same class, right, Daniel? But I like Tua. I want him to be better. Uh, I like you, him. Yes, you like him. Clint. Uh, you I, like you like the story. The kids like sexy him. and exciting, and you just like him. Clint, he plays for Alabama. Oh, there we all go. All your okay. numbers, all your numbers, can just go and die because yeah. he he plays yeah. for Nick Saban. Clint, correct. He Do plays you know in, in Crimson. Is? He's he's the Mount Rushmore of all college Do you football know who coaches. Nick Saban ever. even is. Correct. I just like – I don't want to t- – t- okay. numbers. Uh, sorry. It's not uh, important it, to me what your yeah, numbers say. This isn't close. It's Jake Fromm. Give me Jake Fromm. I don't care. Give me Jake Fromm. Listen, <laughs> I agree that these guys are neck and neck. If I'm going to be objective, I'm going to take Tua, and it's only because of his legs. Okay? Is that fair? I, that's I'm fair. Taking, as with their arms – there we Jake go. From I just give me Jake from because okay. they're basically the same. Okay, in my mind. Okay, but I'm going to take Tua just because of the play breaks down. Uh, he can t- he can take off and run. Now, if you're talking mobility and that sort of thing, I might I might agree with you as well. That if we're talking about throwing just as a passer, yeah. I'm taking from. If we're talking as a as a player, you're right. Uh, Tua's Should legs. we go to backup quarterback Jalen Hurts versus Justin Fields? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't even keep it straight. You no, you uh, can't. All right, let's let's move to running back. Let's go top two. Damian Harris. Damian Harris and Josh Jacobs? That's correct. Or do you want to go Damian Harris and Najee Harris? Uh, Who do you think are the best two running backs? Well, if it was if it was me, uh, and again, I said this at the beginning of the season, I don't know why Najee Harris isn't toting the rock much more than Josh Jacobs. I don't get that at all. Okay. Let me just let me offer you this, Clint. What if I gave you Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs, and Najee Harris on your team? 
versus Elijah Holyfield and DeAndre Swift. Clint, uh, who do you want? I'll take the best running back in the SEC, please. And mm-hmm. that's all and I need. And the other guy who's about as good as anyone on Alabama's team. Correct. Give me Elijah that's and DeAndre one. all day long. That ain't that ain't close, friends. Nope. That ain't close. Nope. Okay, that that's not, again, they have that number painted on the side of their helmet. They wear that color, but this is not close. Nope. You want to objectively look at talent on the field. It's not close. Okay, let's move to wide receiver. Okay. Uh, number one wide receiver, Jerry Judy, and I'm going to go number one wide receiver, Riley Ridley. Who you want, J- Clint? Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, easy. Number two wide receiver, Henry Ruggs the third, um, versus Jeremiah Holloman. Clint, J- who you want? JJ. I agree. Give me JJ. All is, day. He, is he as fast as Ruggs? No, he's not. He's not. Ruggs is but, lightning quick, guys. No, he's fast. He's absolutely fast. But he's bigger. He's stronger. He's more physical at the point of attack. He's a better I like blocker. His, I like his catching ability more, the ability to actually do the thing, receive yeah. the ball. And, and we're not even and talking about like blocking in the run no. game, mm-hmm. uh, all of this. Give me, give me Holloman for sure. Number yep. three wide receiver. Uh, Make the switch here. Uh, isn't it yeah, Waddle? This is, it is Waddle. I and mean, they have Devonta Smith as no. their number three wide receiver. But let's just go Waddle. And then versus Meikle. Oh man, it's not close, Clint. Give me, give me Meikle. I, I think it's, I think it's closer. I think it's closer. Dynamic. Waddle is talk about quick. He's quicker than a June bug, Daniel. Yeah, it, but Meikle's got all the experience. Yeah, give me Meikle in a big game, a la national okay. championship game twenty seventeen. It's give a coin toss big, for me. Give me his big playability. Give me. I mean. Punt return ability, you can't okay. say they're that far apart. Okay, okay. Uh, Waddle's, Waddle's great. Meikle's great. Uh, uh, these guys are – these is a coin flip. So you see what we just said, Clint. Wide receiver. The best okay. The Quarter- best position group on their team. We're taking two out of the three, hands down Georgia. Coin flip no, on the – uh, we're, we're taking one. We're taking one. Yeah, one yeah, yeah, and coin flip. And yes. That's a push. Yes. We'll take one of them, one of us, and then a coin flip on the third. So, quarterback, it's a it's a push with a slight lean to Alabama if you consider yeah. to his legs. Yep. Running back, it's a it's a landslide Georgia. Wide Correct. receiver, it's a push. Let's get to let's okay. get to the O line, Daniel. That's skill. That's the skill positions, guys. Right. All right. O line. Uh, you want to do this as a unit, or you want to go position by position? Let's go position by position. Let's start with Jonah Williams' tackle. tackle. Jonah Williams. I'm sure you're a man, but don't. But Andrew don't. Thomas. Jonah Williams, go away. That's not. That's not. I hey, by even. the way, by the way, Jonah Williams is a very, very good tackle. Daniel, he, I, I'm, he is a very good tackle. But sure, give me Andrew Thomas. Yep. Okay. I'll take Andrew Thomas. I'll just <clears throat> flat out. I'll just take Andrew Thomas. Uh, Solly. Uh, Versus Deontay Brown. Give me Deontay Brown. That's what I'm taking. I'm taking Deontay Brown. He's better than Solly. He is. I I agree He's 100%. Better. He's better than Solly. Yeah. Uh, Lamont versus Ross Persenbacher. Lamont versus the Swedish chef. Give me Lamont. <laughs> the Muppet Swedish chef. Listen, when Cole Kublik says you're the best center in the SEC, I don't think we need to have this conversation anymore. It's over. Um, right? That's it? That's the end of the conversation? I think so. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, so give me Lamont and yep. make it quick. Yep. Okay. Um, Alex Leather. Leatherwood. Uh-huh. How you doing at right guard over there, Alex Leatherwood? By the way. How you doing, brother? Uh, let's talk about. Let's talk about. Who do you want to talk about? Ben Cleveland or Cade Mason? Uh. <laughs> which which five star <laughs> left tackle playing right guard currently against again this five star left tackle playing right guard for Alabama? Right. right. Do you want to match up here? Uh, give me both boys in UGA before Leatherwood all day. Listen, it's been a minute, Georgia fans, but Ben Cleveland is that dude. Okay, Ben Cleveland it's is been, a bad, bad man. It's been a minute. Alex Leatherwood's a great player, and he probably has a great future in front of him. Sure he does. But Ben Cleveland at guard is that dude right now. Now, could Ben Cleveland play left tackle? Like sure. Alex Leatherwood's going to next year, probably. No, he couldn't. He just he can't. But but he can play right guard more than Alex Leatherwood can. Uh, He's wearing right tackle. Uh, Jedrick Wills versus uh, our boy Isaiah, the big the big nasty. Now this is this is closer than I thought it was going to be. Looking back yeah. on it, Daniel, I thought I was going to take our offensive line in a, in a landslide everywhere, but. This was a little closer than I than was comfortable. No, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go Wills. I think I'm going to go Alabama here. I, I, yes, yes. I think it's it's not it's not the margin's not wide. And let me just be clear: other than Rosh Pierce, the margin is not wide on any no. of these guys. Other than no. that one, Lamont is better than Swedish Chef. Uh, but but other, the rest of the guys, this is all close. But you want to tally it up, Clint? We just went three. Georgia to Alabama. Okay? Mm-hmm. So just keep your tick marks there. Um, you want to go tight end here? Irv uh, Smith Jr.? I, I mean, why we got why, why, why to do a homie like that? Like, Listen, why, Irv why you got to do a, him? Irv Smith's a great player. Um, I, okay, sure. Is he, <laughs> is, he Isaac, is he Isaac Nada? That's my only question. Is he this Isaac is Nada? Like, just, this is who would you take? Georgia fans, and you take Isaac Nana all day, every day. You just take Isaac Nana. That's it. So that's the offensive side of the ball. Clint, do you have the tallies there? What? What do we go? We went quarterback, one, two, Bama, three, four, and a push. Three, four, and a push of the eleven spots. Correct. Went to Alabama. That means five. And a no six and a push. Correct of the eleven spots because we share the push. <laughs> yeah, six and a push. Yep. Went to Georgia. So you know, David and Goliath, classic David and Goliath story. Classic. They just have talent. The, the the difference on this team is Clint. They have they have so much talent. Yep. And we we have a great duct story. tape duct tape holding story. us together. Yeah. A fraudulent smokescreen. We are. They've just recruited so well. Yeah, They've much better than us. So well is the difference. Um, all right, let's go to let's the defense to... side of the ball. Okay. Um, D line. I don't know how you want to do this on D line. Let's just. Can we take their best D lineman versus our best D lineman? I, I just Great don't call. know. Great call. Clint, no, no, I'm I'm with we... you. Okay, I just I'll tell you right. All right, so this is Quinn and Williams against Tyler Clark. That's it. Is that what we're doing? I okay. think so. Give me Williams 
and and it's, it's if I'm gonna be honest, it's not. It's close. not close. It's not close it's as not Quentin close. Williams. He's incredible. Okay, give me Isaiah Bugs versus Jonathan Ledbetter. Uh, it's not Isaiah close. Bugs. It's not close. I wish it were close, but it's not. Led, I love you, but, but it's not Isaiah close. Bugs is is incredible. It's not close. Who you want to go? Jordan Davis here. Who's our third best defensive lineman right now? Uh, DeAndre Walker. Uh, he's not a line. He's a he's an outside lineman. Well, uh, then yeah, Jordan Davis. Yeah, it's Jordan Davis. More so than Rochester, right? Yes, more so than Rochester. Jordan 100%. Davis versus Raekwon Davis. Listen, uh, Jordan Davis has got a shot to grow into Raekwon Davis. One day. But Raekwon Davis is it. Okay, their D-line is so much better than our D-line. Not even it's, close. Uh, it's not close. Nope. It's a distinct advantage for Alabama in this game. Uh, good, good, thing, uh, good thing we have our offensive line. That's all I'm saying. That's correct. Good thing our defensive line doesn't play against their defensive line. Correct. Yes. Um, uh, all right. Let's go. Let's go linebacker. Yep. Okay. So um, uh, we'll start. Uh, start with outside. their best. Outside. Oh, let's you want to go outside? Start, let's okay. Just start outside. Okay. So their outside backers are Anthony Jennings and Christian mm-hmm. Miller. Yep. And our outside backers are uh, DeAndre Walker and you pick a rotation of five guys. Yeah. Okay. So. Can we just can we say I'm not want to speak for you, but give me DeAndre Walker above Anthony Jennings. Anthony Jennings is is great, but give me DeAndre Walker. Yes, DeAndre Walker is that. Just give me him. I'll take him. Yes. If you honestly, if you if Alabama proposed the trade now, there's no way I say yes. I'm not giving up DeAndre Walker. Give me Christian Miller versus any Anyone. of the freshman fools. Walter Grant, Beal, Cox, anybody. Anderson. Anybody. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. Give me Christian Miller above them. So that's outside linebackers one and one. Yep. Okay, inside backers. Okay, mm-hmm. always saying Monty Rice is in or out. Uh, we're, I'm putting them in. I'm putting Monty Rice in. Okay, Monty Rice and Juwan Taylor against Mac Wilson and Dylan Moses. Uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> oh, Daniel. It hurts. It hurts so bad because I love Juwan and I love Monty, but Dylan Moses is a is a uh, he's a freak. He's a wrecking ball. Uh, he's incredible. This hurts. I can't. And I can't. He might say not it. be the best inside linebacker on their team. I can't. I can't say it. But it's it's both of them. It's both of them. It's both it's, of them. It's Mac and it's Dylan. Sadly, guys. Sadly. Listen, right now as we stand here, Clint. It's one for Georgia, five. Yeah. No, six for Alabama. Correct. It's not looking good. Side of the ball. Not looking it's good. Not, it's, not, it's not great. Okay. All right, let's go corners. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. All right, let me, uh, let me, let me short circuit you here. Uh, Baker. Just Baker. Just, mm, yeah. Baker. <laughs> um, Savion Smith, honestly, I would say I'm sure you're great, but I don't know. And I have I no idea. Care. No, I don't either. I don't care. Nope. You're not. You're not DeAndre Baker. So go away. Uh, Patrick Sertain, Clint. Patrick Sertain against Eric Stokes. Who you want? It's your pick. The, would the do I get do I get do I get the, Eric Stokes for the past four weeks the level that he has over the entirety of the season? Do I? I don't know. Do I get that? Uh, I think it's Patrick Sertain. 
I think it's Eric Stokes. I think I'm going to take Eric Stokes. Okay. I do. I think he's got. Uh, I think he's got more speed. Stokes and is think- is is the fastest DB on our team. He is he's well, maybe not on our team, but in the secondary. Right I now. think he's got more speed, and I just think, you know, give me give me sophomore versus freshman. Maybe okay. this is it's extremely close. And if you said no, you have to take Sertain, I wouldn't be mad. But I think I take both our DBs over both their both DBs. our cornerbacks. I, I yeah, both uh, our I, corners. Over I can't fight. I, like I said, if I get Eric Stokes performing and playing the way he has the last four since he's taken over the starting spot, it, it would be Stokes. But Sertain's been in there all year. Uh, it's very it's way for them. Let's call it a let's call it a coin toss. Uh, who do you want? You want Thompson? Well, De- Deontay Thompson. Or, or do you want LeCount? Mm. Mm-hmm. I know. Prove me wrong, Richard. Prove me wrong, but but Thompson's better than you. Uh, I agree. better than you. I agree. He's Doesn't, it's, it's close, but he's better. Sure. Yep. If you want to say that, you can say that. I, I, <laughs> I, Daniel, I need to say that, so let me say it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, all right, uh, last one, Xavier McKinney or J.R. Reed? This one ain't close. J.R. Reed. This one ain't close. Give me the enforcer. Give me the enforcer. Give me J.R. Reed. Yep. All day, every day. Clint, that's four to seven on the defensive side of the ball. We know that okay. our defense is not what it was, and we know Bama has talent that's there. They have all of their uh, defensive line as well as uh, backers, Guys, they're, they're upperclassmen. You know that they've been there a long time. They have a lot of skill. They're really good. Our defense, bunch of young guys who, uh, save for a couple of, of senior leadership guys, but they're they're better on D. Daniel, we knew this. We knew it. That's four to seven. So, um, can we? Uh, we should do this because it'll be the only time this year we get to we get to choose him. Yeah. <laughs> but do you want Jake Camarda or do you want Skylar DeYoung? Because my man ain't better than many. But he's but, better than one. But he's better than that guy. Uh, I want anybody that guy from sucks. our special teams as opposed to them. Everybody. Yeah. Well, the, I hadn't even the player to. I do was. You want, do you want Rodrigo Blankenship? Oh, yeah, well, or do you want Joseph Bullivus? Uh, isn't that a watch company? Isn't that? He's, don't they support the Braves? He's, oh, that's Boulevard. Oh, right. yeah, no, he's actually changed his name to be an official sponsor. He's violating yeah. the NCAA. Uh, he, he is. No, I want anybody on special teams outside of Bama. I want all, all of our guys. And one of the guys that I think might crap the bed is Bullivus. If it comes down to him needing to hit a couple of key field goals, I don't know if he can do it. Um. So that's 2-0 special teams. Kickers. Sure. Which is still part of the okay. game, by the way. Is it? Is yep. it part of the game? Yep. Ask okay. Rodrigo. Ask ask what happens when Rodrigo doesn't boot it out of the end zone and we mm. we fall asleep on kickoff. Um, okay, you want to know the totals then for the I would for the, love for the to team? know the totals. Yep, give them to me. Well, it's 11 and a half for Alabama mm-hmm. versus 12 and a half for Georgia. But Daniel, that can't the, be... But the talent disparity is so great. 
It can't be. It's so great in this game, the discrepancy in talent. Yep. Let me just say, where did we draft most of our players on defense, Clint? At what at what position grouping did we take most of the Georgia players in this draft? Uh all of our players came on the offensive side of the ball. Well, no, on defense, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm on sorry. Defense, I, when we uh, took defensive players from Georgia, secondary. what part of the field do they play in? Secondary. And what is Alabama's strength on offense? Again? I think, isn't it, isn't it passing, Daniel? It's isn't passing, passing yeah. their strength? Mm-hmm. Okay. And where did most of our players come from on offense? Mostly uh, running backs and offensive line? That's where, it, that's where it came from. Our big hog yeah, mollies. Where up in front. did all of their defensive players that we took in this draft come from on defense? Oh, it came up front, front seven. It came right up front. Guys, this game, if you weren't if you weren't so invested in Georgia, you'd really be able to enjoy this game. Correct. Because this is gonna be a great game. I'm just here to tell you this is gonna be a great game. Okay. Hundred percent. Uh these are two very well matched teams full of very well-matched talent uh, who are both very well-coached, uh-huh. both very well-prepared for uh-huh. this moment. That's the narrative, guys. Anyone who wants to spin you a different narrative probably is a Florida fan. Well, Can we just say, ooh, like, let's ooh. just... Yeah. Anyone who is trying to sell you the bill of goods that this is David versus Goliath, that this is underdog versus powerhouse, that this is... That ain't it, guys. That's not this game. Mm-mm. This is this is two great teams mm-hmm. that are going to get out there and just beat the crap out of each other and see who comes out on top. That's it. And I am going to hate every second of it. Oh, I'm making I'm myself totally sick talking right now. No, I'm going to hate every minute. I'm going to just, it's going to be awful. Uh, all right. Clint, you got anything else for the people uh, today? Nope, that'll do it. I think people, if you just, again, get back from the trees to see the forest, and I wish other people could do the same. Uh, Don't worry about not, them. Let them talk. Okay. Great. Let them talk. Oh, I, I do want to say. You worry about you. I do want to say this. If you haven't seen what Elijah, when asked a question, <laughs> uh, does Alabama intimidate you? And he he asked a clarity question. He said, wait, are you asking me if I'm intimidated by Alabama? That's what you're asking me? And he said, yes. And he just simply said, no. And sat in silence and then moved on. Uh, And if you haven't read the story of Evander and Elijah, when Elijah was asked, "What, what words of wisdom did you get from Evander your dad about being a huge underdog like your dad was to Mike Tyson. And Elijah said, he hasn't given me any advice on being an underdog because I'm not an underdog. So. Yep. That it's hard to give advice on something you're not. Yep. Oh, okay. Thanks. Have a good day. You haven't read Are you asking fantastic. me what advice he gave me? If an Alabama player rips my helmet off and bites off my ear, because, because that, he gave me advice on yeah. that, yeah. because that is something he experienced that is also a possibility in this it's, game. It's possible. What's not a possibility is Georgia being an, an underdog no. in this game. Because no. that just ain't the yarn we're here to spin. 
That's, no. That's not now, the- again, we're not making a prediction that's saying we're going to decimate them. It's going to be a hard-fought game. We and- just said 11.5 to 12.5 is the margin right. of guys that we would take. Just one dude versus one dude who you want. And it is right down the middle. Okay, this ain't. Right. If we did that, if we did that with Georgia Tech, okay. <laughs> rest in peace, Paul Johnson. Shout out on the podcast. Paul, May we love you, brother. Enjoy your retirement in Canada. I suppose is where a guy like Paul, because he just loves being miserable, and so I like, think so. He's just going to go I to think. like Saskatchewan, like the Arctic tundra, <laughs> yeah. and live uh-huh. out his days uh-huh. there. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy that's just always cold anyway. Yeah. So I feel like he's going to embrace that. Oh, yeah. Listen, enjoy your retirement. Can't wait to see who Georgia Tech hires as their next coach. Um, maybe it'll be Gus Malzahn. Hey, one can hope. <laughs> Daniel, one can <laughs> hope. One time. One time. <laughs> uh, listen, if we were to do this exercise against a roster like Georgia Tech or – uh, Florida. Nah, this is going to be overwhelming in Georgia's favor. This is not that, okay? No. This is not us predicting that Georgia is going to come out here and dominate or even win. This is us telling you Georgia is not outmatched. Georgia's mm-hmm. not outclassed. Georgia's not out of their depth. They are perfectly within their depth in this game. And you should enter this game with that level of assurance at least. Mm-hmm. That if we get blown out, it won't be because we were outmatched. It will be because things didn't go our way or something broke down or we weren't prepared or blah, blah, blah. Yep. But uh, it won't be because they are so much better than us or they have so much better players than us. Nope. Nope. Uh, all right. Well, we will be back tomorrow to give you our official Hello. Um, we will talk about a few other locks from the... Uh, conference championship games, but we will spend most of the podcast tomorrow talking it's, about this game. It's Georgia. Honestly, what yeah. are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Washington, Utah, Clint. No, I don't know no, what is, because you know, you know who's talking about Washington and Utah? Exactly, no one. No one. Precisely zero people are no talking one. about that game. Not even in Washington and or Utah. Uh, guys, I'm here. I am here in the Northwest. <laughs> I am telling you, they are talking, what they're talking about is Oklahoma, Ohio State college football playoff rankings. That's what they're talking about. Not yeah, Utah, that's Washington. That's what they want to talk about. Nobody cares. No. It is the irrelevant bowl. Uh, and we're not in it, Georgia fans. No. So just bask in the glory of that. All right, we'll be back tomorrow to give you our locks uh, and talk more. About the see you then. Again. We'll see you. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.